0: Support for Alleyist comes from FX, presenting Feud, Capote vs. the Swans. The story of writer Truman Capote, once a confidant to society's most elite women, nicknamed the Swans. From executive producer Ryan Murphy, Emmy eligible in all limited series categories. Support comes from Rancho La Puerta, recently voted a top wellness resort and spa. Rancho La Puerta provides summer vacations for anyone who enjoys hiking, mindfulness, and fitness classes on 4,000 acres of nature preserve. RanchoLaPuerta.com. studios
1: today on the LA report the city of Los Angeles is using new data from landlords to help renters deal with or hold off eviction a state audit has harsh words for the way Anaheim spent city money to promote tourism in the city And you see all those oranges and lemons in those backyard citrus trees in Redlands? Well, they gotta go. They might be infested by the crop-ruining Oriental fruit fly. It's Tuesday, January 30th. I'm Nick Roman. This is the LA Report from LAist 89.3. LA City workers are using new information now available to the city to track down renters who are close to getting evicted and to tell them about their rights and about help that's available. The info is part of a new rule passed last year by the L.A. City Council. L.A.'s housing reporter David Wagner says that rule requires landlords to tell the city housing department each time they start an eviction process. This unique requirement gives the city an up-to-date view of who landlords are trying to evict. In the past, city officials had no way to track this but now outreach workers are using the filings to show up and offer help at the doors of renters at risk of losing their homes. LAist Housing reporter David Wagner. Advocates for landlords say that rule gives tenants an unfair advantage in eviction court. Well, David has more about the eviction process in Los Angeles, and you'll find it at LAS.com. The San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department says deputies have arrested five men in connection with the killing of six people who were gunned down last week in the Mojave Desert. We get details from LAist reporter Robert Garova. The killings happened in a remote area north of Adelanto. The Sheriff's Department received a 911 call from one of the victims saying he'd been shot. The department said four of the victims were severely burned. Sergeant Michael Warwick said the investigation was ongoing, but did offer some clues as far as possible motive. We are confident that this
0: appears to be a dispute over marijuana, which resulted in the murders.
1: All five male suspects have been booked on murder charges and are being held without bail. For LAist 89.3, I'm Robert Garova. The California Highway Patrol says more of its officers are on the lookout for speeders along the Pacific Coast Highway in Malibu. The city last week okayed a $2 million contract to add three CHP officers to focus on speeding, what city officials say is the top problem on PCH might remember that back in November, Malibu declared a local state of emergency after four Pepperdine students were struck and killed on PCH when a speeder triggered a multi-car crash. A state audit released today has found little oversight in the way Anaheim routed millions of public dollars to tourism promotion groups in the city. L.A. Orange County correspondent Jill Replogle has paged through that audit.
0: Auditors say some of those funds were improperly used for political lobbying, anti- support candidates friendly to the resort district. Auditors also questioned the transfer of $1.5 million in pandemic relief funds from the city's tourism bureau to a nonprofit group affiliated with the Anaheim Chamber of Commerce. Auditors found there was no formal contract for the transfer. The audit is the latest in a series of damning reports on the business and tourism industry's grip on city affairs and funds. In the last few years, a former Anaheim mayor and a former Chamber of Commerce president both pleaded guilty to federal corruption charges. For LAist 89.3, I'm Jill Revlogel.
1: When we come back, bad news for those backyard citrus trees in Redland. The oriental fruit fly has infested the city.
0: Support for LAist comes from FX's The Bear. Season 2 of the Emmy-winning comedy follows Carmi, Sidney, Richie, and the rest of the crew as they work to transform their grimy sandwich joint into a next-level spot. It turns out the only thing harder than running a restaurant is opening a new one. Starring Jeremy Allen White, Io Edebrey, and Eben Moss Backrack. Television Academy members can watch all episodes of The Bear at fxnetworks.com slash fyc. Support comes from Rancho La Puerta, a health resort with 84 years of wellness experience providing summer vacations centered on mindfulness and well-being. Activities include sunrise hikes, water classes, yoga, and spa therapies, all set in a backdrop of a dreamy summer sky. A six-acre organic garden provides fresh fruits and vegetables daily. Learn more at rancholapuerta.com.
1: This is the L.A. Report. I'm Nick Roman. All right, let's go to Redlands now, where the oriental fruit fly has infested backyard citrus trees. The California Department of Food and Agriculture now says all that fruit has got to go. More now from LAist reporter Yusra Farzan. State workers will
0: strip the fruit from the trees of 2,000 residences in Redlands. The Department of Food and Agriculture says this will help break the life cycle of the fruit fly that can potentially destroy crops like oranges, avocados, and tomatoes. For commercial growers, there's already a produce and crop quarantine in place for parts of San Bernardino and Riverside counties, home to over 330,000 acres of farmland. Farmers can't sell, donate or even distribute their produce and instead must dispose of them. If left unchecked, the fly infestation can result in billions of dollars in losses and impact California's food supply. For LA 79.3, I'm Yusra Farzan.
1: Well, there was success for the Space shuttle Endeavour's slow and careful late-night drive to its new location in Exposition Park, Work crews had to steer it from the California Science Center to the new Samuel Ocean Air and Space Center and then pull it up vertically. LAist reporter McKenna Severson says Endeavour is now in its ready-to-launch position. Endeavour has been retired for more than a decade, and for the last 11 years it's been held in a temporary exhibit. But Monday night, the shuttle lifted towards the stars one last time to be stacked with a pair of solid rocket boosters and an external fuel tank. Once again, the orbiter looks like it did when it was preparing to blast into space at Cape Canaveral, Florida. LA's reporter McKenna Sievertson up late last night to watch as the Endeavour was pulled into that launch position. Now, the Ocean Center, that's still under construction. No opening date has been set yet, uh, set yet but it is expected to open up in 2025. Thanks for listening to the LA Report. I'm Nick Roman. Be sure to listen again tomorrow morning when Suzanne Watley brings you the LA Report AM edition. And just so you know, we're going to talk a lot about weather tomorrow as a couple of big storms are headed our way. The LA Report is produced by Libby Rainey and Tiffany Ujiye. Megan Garvey is the executive editor. Catherine Mailhouse is our director of content development. Our engineer, Tui Mao. Original music by Scott Kelly. You can read more about our stories at com. You can also listen live anytime on the LAist app or on the radio at 89.3 FM. You know, listeners like you help make the LA Report possible. So please donate at LAist.com slash join. This podcast is supported by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe quality journalism makes Southern California a better place to live.
0: One event can change a family for generations. I'm Emily Kwong, host of a new podcast from LAS Studios called Inheriting. It's about Asian American and Pacific Islander families and their histories. Join me for an immersive storytelling event at the Crawford in Pasadena. It's June 27th. Get your tickets now at LAS.com events.